Give me a uh, liter of cola. A what? A liter of cola. Liter of cola. Do we make liter of cola? Well, you just order a large farva. I don't want a large farva. I want a goddamn liter of cola. I don't know what that is. Liter is French for give me some fucking cola before I break Moose fucking lip. All right, all right, relax. Super Troopers is a 2001 comedy film directed by Jay Chandrasekhar, written by and starring the Broken Lizard comedy group. The movie grossed $23.1 million at the box office, but has Meow become a cult classic amongst frat boys and 14-year-olds? <laughs> All right, Meow, I'm your host, Neil T, in Merry Old England, and joining me, Meow, on today's Time for Scale Movie Club podcast <laughs> are my regular co-hosts, Todd Brisket in Austin, Texas. Okay, silly dilly dokio, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and they've come from a land down under, where women glow and men plunder. Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? Yes, it's Jovial Jackie and Jovial John, they're back! Who wants a mustache ride? I swear to God, I'm going to pistol whip the next guy who says shenanigans. <laughs> well, uh, St- Stephen Greenwell was a good fill-in, but I was, uh, I was starting to doubt his commitment to spark emotion. Uh, and we, today we have a surprise special guest. Yes, he said, if we do Super Troopers, he'd come on a podcast. So let's all give a big hand to 1780s guy. Uh, yeah. He stood us up, man. <laughs> uh, okay, so now I asked 1780s a couple of times and sort of got is the he, runaround. Wait, is he a cricket? Is he a cricket? Man, that's blowing my fucking mind. <laughs> He's a loser. I'm freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) You are freaking out, man. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I asked him a couple of times, got the run around, and uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I really should do that, blah, 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 and then nothing. So did you also spoke to him, didn't you, Jackie? Yes, I tried my best to get him to do it and, you know, agree to it. But he's like, oh, maybe, I don't know, I'll I'll try, Uh, I'll have to see, blah, 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 blah. Nah, that's bullshit, isn't it? Oh, I didn't do my quote, did I? Oh, yeah. Go. Sorry. Uh, hang on. <clears throat> I'm getting to character now. <clears throat> uh, license and registration, chicken fucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, yeah, I don't know why he wants to be so incognito. Uh, it's weird, isn't it, really? I don't, don't know. He doesn't have to reveal anything apart from his voice. He could have used uh, one of those the voice, voice modulators. Yeah. Yeah, like they did in the movie. Freeze, motherfucker. Maybe he can't speak. Maybe he's I'm like... Uh, old bread. Maybe he's like in a wheelchair. He's like Stephen Hawking. But he could do the Stephen Hawking voice, couldn't he? Yeah. That counts as a voice changer. Hmm. 
Um, okay, let's move on, shall we? Um, well, I, I, I know that we kind of put this in for 1780s because we thought 1780s was going to come on, but um, yep. Um, I think John, you're also a big fan, aren't you? Huge fan, love it. Um, and how did you get into this movie? Were you in a frat? Did you watch it while you were in a frat? I was not in a frat, and I did not watch it in a frat. Uh huh. So you just became a fan from a casual, casual watch, did you? Yeah, uh, I, th- I think either I was in college in like maybe my senior year, mm-hmm. or it could have even been, uh, like early in my Marine Corps career. Maybe some of the Marines talking about it or something. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Todd? Were you in a frat? I was not in a frat. Wow, this is very disappointing. I'm surprised. I, I assumed that everybody who went to college in, in the US was like, they were like in Animal House or something with doing uh, oh, pledges yeah. and what have you. What about you, uh, oh. Jackie? Were you in a sorority? I was not in a frat <laughs> or a sorority. No. Do they have not frats? really my scene. Do they have frats <laughs> for, for women as well then? No, they're sororities for women. Oh, okay. Well, we don't even have uh, fraternities what? here. So, I mean, it's all a bit... Uh, oh, I think we should give up now and go home. So, there's a lot of frats like you see in the movies those are a thing but there's also Mm. a lot of um like technical frats where oh this is for if you just want to put it on your resume you're in a computer science major you can apply and be in this quote frat and yeah it's not there's no house or anything it's just you pay your dues right and it goes on the resume right well the closest thing we have here and the reason I'm talking about frats is because I don't know if you've ever listened to any, any of the background stuff, but literally, almost literally, everybody in this movie was was connected to um, the Broken Lizard guys, cool who game. were uh, like all most of them were in the same frat, I think. Uh, and yeah, all, they, all the guys in it went same to same school, yeah. Yeah, all the guys when well, it either I mean, went to Colgate or went to the same high school as the guys in the movie. Yeah, we've been to frat parties for sure. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, so <laughs> we're familiar with that. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, we don't have frats here. The closest we might have is something like the Bullington Bullington Club, which is for poshies, and that's really all that's really about. is is more like sort of skull and bones, that kind of thing. You know, the sort of secret society rather than a, than a fraternity. Hmm. I, as as you know, uh, I'm a big fan of this movie. This was of all the ones we've watched. This was probably the easiest one for me to watch, mm-hmm. and I was, you know, the m- opening. Uh, Music came on and I was Dancing. bopping up and down in my seat. Like I was pretty excited. So that uh, not that I haven't enjoyed other movies, but yeah. I have never been as excited to start one because all the rest of them is like. No, yeah, I agree that this is this is the easiest movie to watch out of all of them that we've done. The soundtrack is actually really good. I mean, I'll talk a bit of, quite a bit later about my thoughts, but the soundtrack is actually really really good. It's sort of an, an unusual soundtrack for this kind of movie. It's sort of this. Alt, alt um, underground, I don't know, country rock, I suppose you'd call it, would you? I don't know, I don't really, really know the terms, but it's, I think it's very good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, it was, it was definitely definitely a good soundtrack. Mm. And uh, the funny thing is, I mean, like, it just, it is just funny. You yeah. know what I mean? The funny thing is it, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, well, it, we, we watched it at 10 a.m. this morning, so we were not, you know, we were totally sober. <laughs> so we were not yeah. drunk or anything, and we don't. We don't smoke the reefer, so we were we were totally sober, and it was still funny. You know, it's you don't it's like a reefer. you know kind of a stoner comedy that you don't have to be stoned to love, right? I feel yeah. That little guy, don't worry about that little guy. <laughs> I there's just so, there's just so many really good quotes from this movie. I love it. 
I, I recognize that it's juvenile and I don't care. Very entertaining. I think the quote section on IMDb is the biggest quote section I've ever seen. It's like the whole thing appears to be quotable, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like the whole yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah, I wrote down about ten quotes. Uh, ten quotes I could use. Uh, I like uh, one of the quotes, one of the lines, which kind of got buried, which is a shame. Is you know when they're uh, sitting in the bleachers, it's not really bleachers, but by watching that baseball game, the little kid, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. and the guy goes to get the uh, cotton candy. Uh, which apparently in Australia is called fairy floss. Don't know if you knew that. Did not know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I imagine that you know all the Australian terms now. So, uh, but um, no, we had cotton candy there. I didn't hear it called that though. <laughs> Australia's dead to me. We call it co- we call it candy floss. Australians call it call it fairy floss, and you guys call it cotton candy, right? Yep. Anyway, so the guy, so the guy is sticking that cotton candy in that guy's face, and then he complains. And then uh, he shoves the ca- cotton candy on top of his head and he goes, uh, what's the line? He goes, how's the view from sugar heaven, bitch? Yeah. Which I thought was funny. But it gets buried because they play a music cue right up, right on the top of that. So it's a shame. Really. Yeah, and they cut right away as well. Hmm. Uh, I also incredibly loved the uh, syrup chugging, although it does make oh. me feel a little bit sick to my stomach just watching <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, yes, I was I, like, I, I analyzed that watch. scene and, and the viscosity of the syrup that they're chugging makes it look fake. Uh huh. They should have put yeah. some more. Uh, no, but uh, did you, you know, read the trivia? The... They actually did that like multiple times. With yeah. Syrup. So what they did was they used like with uh, real syrup. It, yes. It yes. didn't look like it was real. Well, in, okay. So half of it was real and half it wasn't. What they did was they um, they started off with iced tea, wasn't it, Jackie, or cold tea or something? Yeah, thickened iced tea, but it would wasn't real. But it wasn't though. viscous enough, so they switched to real. I mean, this is like this is like the whole movie they did. This obviously did it on the cheap, and so they were using real things that you shouldn't be using. So they used uh, real um, real maple syrup, and uh, Jay Chandrasekhar downed two two bottles of of the iced tea, and then because it didn't look good, he had to down two bottles of maple syrup. Oh, <laughs> oh my! And he's. They said after that they were they were like on the floor just moaning and and on the floor moaning and uh, griping because it was I mean can you imagine that was just horrible. Yeah. They they chug the maple syrup and they get all antsy and they're pantsy. <laughs> <laughs> and a similar kind of uh, a similar kind of use of poor use of props or uh, whatever or effects is um, the bit where the guy gets covered in shaving foam. Do you remember that bit? And he's like in the locker or something? Yeah, in the locker. Yeah. Well, he had to obviously sit in that locker for quite a while and they used um, shaving foam with menthol in it and that burns. (laughs) So they had to, after they did that scene, they had to take him out and uh, hose him down for real. (laughs) Crazy. I'm sorry about the de-lousing. It's powdered (laughs) sugar. It tastes spectacular. (laughs) The the yeah. Farva stuff was all like, you definitely love to hate that guy, but man, he is funny. Oh yeah, I like that Lidericola scene is like my favorite. <laughs> I think. Yeah, that made me laugh actually. Yeah. Does this look like spit to you? Eh, fuck it. <laughs> That's based on a real thing that happened to the director. He went to some burger chain, and they had originally were selling liters of cola, and then they changed it to they called they didn't call them liters of cola anymore. They called them large. So he kept asking for a liter of cola. They go, "We well, don't know what you're talking about," and he wouldn't ask for large. <laughs> he wouldn't ask for large. <laughs> so they, it was a kind of role reversal of the actual of the, what they did in the movie. Um, there was a nice back sack shot in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched I watched the movie twice. Who's I watched it with a commentary in the when they're doing the yeah. uh, fire shooting range thing, wasn't it? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I uh, watched it twice, and I I could not avoid seeing that twice, which was really disturbing. <laughs> oh, dear. Did you guys notice that? I don't really know what Stephen Greenwell looks like in person, but <laughs> Foster looks like Stephen Greenwell, right? We know what Stephen Greenwell uh, looks like because he's he's the blonde-haired curly guy. Um, which one's that then? Not the sort of ginger. He's the one, one. that the love interest story. Oh, he's sort of gingery. He's sort of gingery hair. Yeah, he's a ginger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think Greenwell's a little gingery, though, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. No, because he on his Skype avatar, he, it's there's a picture. There's a picture of him. He, you know what he looks like to me, and this is quite. This is a compliment. His haircut is sort of a Caesar. Looks like a bit like Caesar, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's got the. Uh, he you might have. A, he might also. I haven't really examined this closely because I'm not that big. I'm not really that into Stephen, but I think he might have a Roman nose as well. So he looks kind of like a. Looks a bit sort of Roman Imperial, don't you think? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time, next time you chat, you can obviously study this more in depth. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, the weakest part of this movie to me is the story. I didn't really care about all the drugs and all that, but mm-hmm. yeah, the, you know, overall, it's it's a nice collection of little bits and little bits and skits and in pages. Yeah, this would be a great so. movie to catch like on TV and just watch a bit of it, you know, not feel like you right. need to know where you are in the plot. It's just every scene is fun. And the lo- love story was weird as well. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. when, I mean, the first time they start chatting up was at the baseball game. Mm. And then she closed her eyes and got hit with the baseball. And then, um, you know, we're supposed to assume that or she she assumes that he actually punched her. And in the next scene, she's like talking to him like nothing happened. Does she like the abuse or what? A if a man were to punch question. you. Great question. Jackie, if John were to slug you in the face, <laughs> would you just go back the next day like nothing happened? Well, that is how we met. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, would have expected was... more, of a, more of a reaction, wouldn't you, wouldn't you from her? You'd think. <laughs> but yeah, she then good. clocks him with that ice thing, doesn't she? Um, ran around here with that ice, that sort of thing, ice thing. I don't know what you call it. Snow cone, is it? I don't know. Snow cone. Yep. Oh yeah, um, the snow cone. So another piece. What do you What do y'all call those in in uh, merry old? We don't have those. We have cones. ice creams and we have ice lollies, but I don't think we have snow. Do cones. you have shaved shaved ice? No, shaved never. Ice normally doesn't get that hot here. You see, so we don't bother with all that stuff. Um, we have ice cream vans which come round if it's hot. Ice cream Although I haven't really heard any ice cream vans in this summer, actually. I don't know whether they all got sort of killed off by the recession. Um, what was I? Oh, yeah. So the going back to the ice thing, there's a bit of trivia about that. They prepared like uh, a, a few of the, um, what do you call it again? Ice cones? Snow, co- snow cones. Snow cones. Snow cone. They, pre- they pre- prepared like several snow cones, One, some with like sort of hard ice in and some with sort of crushed up, smushy, mushed up ice so that they could smack him around the head and not hurt him. But they mixed them up. So he got clocked round ahead a couple of times by really very hard ice um, and got a bit of a cold, icy headache. Um, this movie was made very much on the cheap, so they're kind of like kind of winging it a lot of the time, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Um, did you guys notice there's a cameo by one of our own uh, Dime for Scale members there? Uh, cameo was um, Vulfa, <laughs> Vulfa 99. <laughs> right here, I in have a, a stolen clip of car. Him. I have a clip of him appearing in the movie. Sorry, officer, for the speeding violation. 
I am so used to driving on the Autobahn. Autobahn. <laughs> um, he's not a very convincing German. I think actually in real life he's, he's Swedish actually. But I guess you can get away with doing the sort of generic, right. generic foreign accent, can't you? They both they both say yeah yeah, <laughs> right? On the autobahn. Yeah. On the autobahn. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he just has the tickler feathers right there in the car. I know. <laughs> so <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> so funny. I did laugh at the sort of bait and switch when they're about to do the foursome. Well, okay, that's a bit of a spoiler, but you know when they go in and uh, you think they're talking to the, the their son, the kids, yeah, yeah. and he's bouncing up on the bed. bed. <laughs> this turns out to be the Germans. That was pretty funny. Yeah, who wants a mustache ride? <laughs> I want one. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. There was also sort of a shout out, shout out to our very own judo with the. Uh, do you know why I pulled you over? Littering, because they were throwing stuff. Littering out. and littering and littering and and, 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 and smoking the reefer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, when it comes to that scene with them um, stuffing stuffing all the drugs in it, that little kid, Jeffrey Arend or whatever his name is, uh, stuffing all the drugs into his face. Now, that that seems to me to be dangerous. Wouldn't it be dangerous to stuff all that dope and? Uh, it- it's yeah. dangerous face? to stuff the mushrooms in. I yeah. think the weed, not so much. Mm. You don't really. No, you'd have to have a lot of weed. Get the probably, THC in your yeah. system through ingestion. Well, the other thing is, Dr. there's Drew a whole consumables uh, market as well. <laughs> yeah, you, you could eat the THC. Yeah, but that much of it, though. Yeah, okay, maybe the I mushrooms. I don't know. Who, who knows what we The saying. mushrooms would be the worst part. You'd be tripping like crazy. You'd be tripping balls. I would like to point out that as they're driving and getting high. You are worried about their safety from eating it in the back seat. <laughs> Just a thought. Mm. Did they ever show the driver actually smoke it, though? Yes. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Okay. Oh, was he? Oh, okay. All right. I'm nearly positive they did. Okay. If not, he was at least getting hot boxed. <laughs> and not the good fart kind. Yeah, not the fart kind. <laughs> Which, no matter what Jackie says, is legal. Uh, <laughs> is legal? Wrong. Yeah, you can fart hot, well, you, hot you have, somebody. You can do that. I mean, that's that's where you'll pull the switch and they can't roll down their windows, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The old window lock technique. Do yeah. you have a ceiling fan in your new house, in the bedroom? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, you can try what uh, Sham was talking about, can't you? Yeah, but I think she's wrong because I think it would just disperse it. Yeah, it would I disperse, think it would disperse yeah. it too much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we got to trust the guys when we're talking about uh, fart vacuum. I think you and TB have probably done this a time or two. Oh, does now the ceiling fan, does that then um, blow air up or down? Because we don't have ceiling fans here. It depends which way you flip the switch. Yeah. It can blow up or down. So what would you do right. in the summer then? I don't... Summer's down. Down. Oh, okay. Well, that well, would blow the farts back. Maybe. Uh, here's my theory. Here's my it theory would blow is it back, that... but it would disperse it. Oh, that's true. My theory is that Sharon and Mr. Sharon had the door closed to the bedroom and they were both farting up a storm and then it all sort of blew back at them. <laughs> so it, it, it may have dissipated into the room, but they were kind of locked into the room and it was not obviously going up, it was going down back to them. That's my theory. So since I obviously don't monitor the board that often, are we talking about Sharon needles? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so 
That's that's impressive because she didn't have a boyfriend that long ago, and she's already in the uh, drowning him in fart stage. She must be doing very well. Actually, she didn't she didn't mention Mister Sharon, but I mean, we can assume, can't we? You can assume. When you, what, do you assume, think she about yourself? I mean, yeah. When you assume you make an ass out of you and me and a hot box out of the and room, it smells stinky. <laughs> okay, TV. Any any more from you? Uh, that's all the thoughts I had. I mean, this is not a very good movie to yeah. criticize in any way because it is it's a funny movie um yeah the only criticism was that i had was that the story is not that great uh and that they should have made a sequel a long time ago now did you actually like the film though overall would you give it a thumbs up i give it a thumbs up yeah is it a thumbs up but barely no it's a it's fully up it's fully uh my thumb is fully, fully erected erect. <laughs> Neil, you had better not be shitting on this movie. I know. I don't like where this is going, Neil. Tim. I've got an entire page of me shitting on this movie in my notes. Oh, but... <laughs> God. oh well, I cannot wait. Here's the thing I about the film, joy. right? I think I think that it is. It should be really, really funny. Do you know what I mean? I think it. I think on paper it's very funny, and actually listening to the commentary was interesting because. Uh, the director pointed out um, quite a lot of instances. Maybe only. Maybe I could be say it was two or three but significant significant number of instances where he knew that the joke didn't work and i think that was partly down to you know it's, it's low budget and uh the they didn't have time to do a couple of different takes to get a better a delivery of the line do you know what i mean um for example when um who's that guy father is talking about when um he he's talking about his locker he said he said uh, it'll be sad to say goodbye uh I, uh, it's stinky but I love it like all of the girls I, I knew and that didn't ever get a laugh in any of the screenings and I didn't it, nobody really sort of laughs I didn't laugh when I, when I saw it and he said well right. you know they, they yeah. I think if they'd had more money they would have gone back and redone a few things like that also that joke with the with the, with the uh, cotton candy as well it didn't really work so um, I don't know it's um, I don't have a problem with stupid movies I mean it's it's definitely sort of a it looks like a sort of a frat boy movie made for frat boys by frat boys yes um yes. And maybe because I don't really do the weed, so maybe if I was stoned, I would find it funny. I don't find any of the stoner comedies funny, like uh, half baked. I don't usually. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I no, I thought it was okay. I just didn't think it was. I didn't think it worked as well as it could have. And I'm probably being a bit harsh because, you know, it's very low budget, and it's clear that they really were push, doing things on a shoestring. Um, but yeah, I, I I had a total of three laughs out of the movie. <laughs> really. Were what? you watching the movie? Come on, you were dying for I didn't the whole have any, time, weren't you? I've seen it. I've seen it before, so I didn't have any laugh out loud yeah. moments watching well, it again. I, you know, I've seen. I think I've seen all their stuff now. I've seen uh, was it Beer Fest and also uh, Club Dread. Club Dread's crap. It's rubbish. I didn't see Beer Fest yet. Did you see Club Dread? No. I mean, uh, I think they try very hard, but uh, you know, I don't know whether they've got the best the best talent in there. To be honest, um, maybe if. They'd hired uh, some sort of local funny funny guys to deliver the stuff. I, I, like I said, I think on paper it's good. Just something the delivery didn't work very well. So, uh, or maybe I was in a bad mood when I watched it. I don't know. I, I think um, you must have been in a bad mood. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I, I will come up with three scenes you should have laughed at. Did you laugh okay. at the meow? Yes, of course. That's the meow scene. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you didn't laugh, very high, very oh funny. No, I maybe it's more la- than two. I mean, en- enhance enhance was fucking hilarious. That's enhance, yeah, right. Um, that, meow, that, meow. That, that little guy don't worry about that little guy I don't know you guys are about. sick we used to use blanks in my day 
Yeah, it's. What? Yeah. I no. didn't like that scene as much. No. What? In the no, there were a couple of so I, I would like, say that the 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 pre-title the the intro sequence to the, this movie is one of the best of any movie. The whole the whole intro before the title comes with out. with the the drug thing and all that. The car over. Yeah. Yeah, that was very good. When especially when. Uh, they drive off and then they they slam yeah. on the brakes and come you back. You boys there. like Mexico, because you can imagine them being paranoid. You know, just smoking too much marijuana and then getting paranoid. That's pretty funny. Um, but it's now, like the unrealistic part there though was they pulled him over and said the exact same thing twice, and he said sixty five both times. He knew he was doing sixty three. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like it's like these films, like uh, the Will Ferrell movies and stuff like Zoolander. I don't find those funny at all. And oh cho- they are God. they are chock full of jokes <laughs> no they are chock full of jokes absolutely none of them work i remember when uh, when um, um so, yeah. uh, when yeah. anchorman came out everyone's going oh this is brilliant or people you know oh this is the best yeah. film i've ever seen it's shit there's not it's not funny anchorman 2 oh all of a sudden this is rubbish now why is why is anchorman 2 rubbish when it's full of the same kind of jokes um, I agree Anchorman with you on, on Zoolander, Zoolander and Anchorman, like and and, and this movie too. Like the the whole overall as a movie, they're not that good, but mm. there are little bits and pieces inside Zoolander that are funny. Oh mm. my god, yes, <laughs> Zoolander's funny. The other thing is, tell me more about how great Run Lola is and shit on oh, Zoolander. God. What is it? A school for ants? It needs to be at least three times bigger. <laughs> right? There's one. That's one of the funny bits. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I don't think I'm. A, I don't think I'm a movie snob. Like I like Animal House, and I, I, you know, I like that sort of stuff. It's very funny. Even stupid stuff like meatballs, and uh, which is pretty rubbish, and and um, not great. Spaceballs or meatballs? No, meatballs, which is kind of fratty. It's about a okay. summer camp, isn't it? I haven't seen that one. Um, and oh, um, okay. what's the one I'm thinking of? The the one with the groundhog, but not Groundhog Day. with Bill Murray, where he's uh, green. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Oh yeah, Caddyshack. Um. Uh, well, I'm disgusted. <laughs> but I think I don't think there's anything wrong with liking this movie. It's just I, I you know, like, like I said with Anchorman, I think if you're a certain age when you see things like Anchorman, if you're like say between 15 and 20s, early 20s, you might think it's completely hilarious. And right. similarly, like Animal House, if you see that when you're 14 yeah. or whatever, you same, might think that's I think the same effect well. happened with um, The Hangover and Superbad as well, mm. where the people of the time absolutely loved it. I, I think. Oh my so, god! I think both of those actually. Are you going to say you didn't like Superbad now too? <laughs> are you asking uh, me? I like Superbad. Yeah, I like Superbad. No, I'm talking. You... I'm talking to the movie snob. Oh, okay, I love Superbad. I can, I can boil this down. Let's let's see. John John is a a frat boy comedy guy. <laughs> he likes the frat boy movies. All those fratty friends. And Neil is the elitist comedy snob where he only drinks wine out of brandy snifters and all that shit. And when he watches his movies. Neil has a pinky in the air the entire time he watches. <laughs> I love Superbad. I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, I love The Hangover. Really, really funny. And also, I've seen those... You know, that's the thing. Is like, do, do they stand up to repeated viewings? And I, I've seen Superbad a couple of times, and I've seen Hangover a couple of times. I think Hangover stands up better than Superbad, actually. Um, because Superbad, once you've got past the sort of shock value of all the, the hilarious stuff that get they, they, they drop, it's not that great. But um, yeah, the first half of Superbad is great, and then yeah, it's the, boring. It, it, uh, it is really actually Superbad. Yeah, Superbad, I will tell you, is exactly like Full Metal Jacket. Obviously, mm. two <laughs> different genres, but if you haven't watched the entire thing through, you're messed up. But when you rewatch, you rewatch the first half of Full Metal Jacket. Just and like you just when you rewatch Superbad, right. you just rewatch the first half. Mm. Yep. 
I'm not a hater of this movie. I think it's way. I think it's probably the best thing that the um, that the the Broken Lizard guys have done, and it is funny. It's just I didn't. I don't think it's like you know a classic comedy. Actually, if you look at the reviews, are very very mixed. Um, I think the critics, uh, uh, you know, you can call them snobby, John, but the critics hated it and the audience loved it. So I think that says something about what kind of audience you're uh, voting. There are probably a specific demographic, don't you think? In other words. If you asked, I don't know, let's say women. I think the critics are just shitheads. <laughs> what about you, Jackie? Is this are you are you in love with this film as much as John? Not as much as John, that's for sure. But I do like it a lot. He this is a movie he's like loved forever, and I thought it was stupid the, when he, whenever <laughs> he would talk about it. And then eventually, I actually watched it a few years ago, and actually thought it was really funny. And then I knew where finally figured out where he got all these random weird <laughs> lines he always would say all the time. Um, that were from this movie. So, yeah, I like it now. I had a great time rewatching it. The other thing is, Neil, you need to spend time with Marines. <laughs> uh, because yeah. I can say lines from this movie and I will get a laugh anywhere. <laughs> because they think you're crazy? Oh, <laughs> no, because they scary. all, because we've all seen the movie and think it is awesome. Yeah. Now, do you think there is a kind of, mindset crossover between state the state troopers or the police and military types a little bit uh i don't really i don't really think there's a lot of crossover but there's definitely a juvenile humor uh flavor that makes its way in there i don't like i don't like frat boy because juvenile i will own frat boy is (laughs) Frat boy's kind of douchey, kind of privileged, not really uh like a brotherhood though. Where yeah. yeah, I don't think so that's that's why I think this the police or highway cops aren't like this because the military you they do they, they are um frat boyish because they have to live together and right. work together 24/7. So they Yeah. So they join together that way, but the military or not the military, the highway cops they just go home at night. Right. So they don't yeah. they just avoid each other. One of the things is that this virtually all the money it made was in the US. And I think there might be a couple of reasons for that is that obviously we don't have that sort of you know, we we have juvenile idiots here as much as anybody, but we don't have this sort of frat boy humor here at all really. Um so maybe that didn't cross over to the rest of the world as not just in in the UK. And also uh, one thing, it didn't confuse me because I knew about this whole concept, but one of the things that is slightly foreign to a lot of people outside of the US is the whole idea of having local cops versus the straight troopers or the other cops. We don't know what that is. Um, Why, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. We just have cops. Yeah. yeah. Bobbies? Bobbies? So who pays for all your stuff then? Because because we have local cops that come from like like state taxes and then you have like uh, your different federal agencies that come from uh, your federal income taxes. So do you right. guys not, does it not work that way for you? All we have is local cops. So basically out of your uh, council tax, which is local taxation, you act, they actually send you a bill uh, every year and it tells you how much of that is paying for the cops. Um, I think they, they, mean, they get, they get like government funding, I think as well, but also you get paid out of local taxes too. Interesting. Yeah. So, What's the difference with the local ta- local cops and the state cops? Are you saying they're funded differently? I don't know. Well, are you ready to bl- they in some <laughs> cases they are, uh, but the thing that's going to blow your mind. So we have county taxes as well. So when you buy a house, you have to pay uh, taxes to your different county, which is mm-hmm. where the local cops would come from. 
Uh, right, if you're right. ready to have your mind blown, though, this is only two, because we also, outside of the federal agency, like the FBI, CIA, all that kind of stuff, um, we also have sheriffs. So you have local, uh, ho- you have right. local cops, you have sheriffs, and you have uh, state troopers. So state troopers only do the major highways, right. um, which was pretty accurate in the movie. So when, when the locals were on the highway, they booted them off of there. Um, but with the sheriffs, you actually have elected officials, yeah, which is different from because you don't have to you don't have to win an election to be in charge of uh, a police station. Well, actually, they just started introducing that here, actually, where the uh, the local police chief is elected, and uh, they they the guy they got in was a, he's a complete arsehole. The guy who's doing Surrey, at least he's an ass. Um, but I didn't vote for him, so I can I can oh, say Surrey. that. Um, That's the so, uh, iPhone app, right? No, Surrey, not Siri, you dingbat. Um, so is, is in chips with Poncharelli and all that, is that, are they, what are they then? Highway patrol, is that state California troopers? highway patrol. They're state. State, okay. And what do the sheriffs state do? Highway Apart patrol. from bust the, like the Dukes of Hazard, what do the sheriffs do? So the sheriffs generally don't do traffic stops. Um, they, they kind of like our local sheriffs do a lot of kind of like drive drive by the house see how you're doing let you know like our our local sheriff uh, back where my old man lives he would stop by the house and let us know hey just so you know there's been a lot of break-ins lately if you guys don't lock your door you probably want to start doing that mm. um really they stopped if, if we went out of town my dad would call the sheriff and have him do drive-bys yeah this is just because your dad knows the sheriff the normal people do not get that treatment. Normal people get that. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Um, TV, do, they, do you get that? Local cops do not do that. <laughs> I have no idea who my sheriff is. I know. I don't either. <laughs> well, do you live out in the country? No. I live okay, in well, the Okay, well, that's generally why. You've got to support your local sheriff. He's died now, actually, James Garner. That's a shame, really. It's a film called, there's a film called <laughs> Support Your Local Sheriff, which is stars James Garner. When, oh. when are we going to watch Smokey and the Bandit? I love Smoking a Bandit. We should watch that one. Uh, that's an old one, isn't it? Like it 74 is an old one, yeah. or something like yeah. that? It's a classic. Uh, the Sally, when Sally Field. That's a good one. You can skip that one, John. Eastbound down. Okay, so going back to, uh, I think uh, John briefly touched on um, frat boys having money or something, but that the... It's interesting to read about uh, Jay Chandrasekhar, who's the director, his background. He His parents were both doctors, and they sent him to this sort of super high-end uh, prep school, and then he went to Colgate University. So he's got a proper sort of privileged background. Uh, yeah. And all those guys in that movie, I don't know if they have privileged backgrounds, but they're all from that uh, from that sort of background in terms of being going to Colgate, which I'm guessing is a good university. Yeah, they make toothpaste. Yeah. I was gonna say they have shiny teeth. I use their toothpaste. That she's pretty good. Huh. I'm a crest lady. <laughs> they've got some new yes. stuff, Colgate. I shouldn't. This is the most boring thing I might have ever said in a podcast. But they've got some new stuff <laughs> come out, which looks in quite interesting, and it does like you know fixes tiny cavities and stuff like that. It's pretty oh. clever. Oh, please do tell. <laughs> I love that you always preface things with "This is really boring." But it is really anyways. boring. I can't think of anything more a, boring. I think that was. Was that the last podcast? You're like, this part's really boring. I'm probably going to cut this out, but blah, I didn't, blah, blah, blah. I didn't cut it out. You did not cut it out. Always leaves it out. All right. So uh, moving on to the cast, and you guys can chip in here and uh, stuff. Um, I don't like Brian Cox. I don't like – he sort of rubs me up the wrong way. I don't Is like he him. The, um, older guy, the, right? 
the city police chief? He's the fake Irish guy who's actually British, um, who's oh. basically Jay's Jay Chandrasekhar's boss. Um, he yeah, he rugs me out the wrong way. I don't think he's a very good actor. And also, when he tries to play Americans, it just drives me a bit batty because he can't do an American accent. So he's, he's like, most of his recent work has been playing Americans and it doesn't work for me at oh, all. Oh, so, so he is Irish. No, he's British. He's playing he's an British. Irish person. He's basically Northern. He's British playing Irish playing an American. Playing, yeah. Uh, no, he's, play, he's British playing an Irish, a cop who's probably lived in America for a long time. But he can't do any of yeah, those he's... accents. Yeah, his accent is not. We very should turn strong. purple, and you'll believe me. I'm but that that person. that line isn't isn't his line. So he doesn't even attempt to do anything Irish, does he? Well, the same. Yeah, he the said same, that. He said this is the same conversation person. Jackie and I have a lot of times with uh, Jax from Sons of Anarchy. Like Jackie, <laughs> it drives him. It drives her crazy. His accent his is accent, terrible. Where yeah. it, I mean. I get that it's not authentic or whatever. It doesn't bother me. Oh, I get so frustrated with that. Yeah. It drives her crazy. He's, so I think this might just be a personality right? quirk oh, of yours. Hey, Brian Cox is known for one of your favorite movies of all time, Neil. Braveheart from 1995. Uh, fuck you know. You also did Rob Roy as well. Basically, he, his problem, my problem with Brian Cox also as well is he doesn't appear to turn anything, anything down. So he's always popping up in movies it's like, oh God, Brian Cox again, Jesus Christ. And he does a lot of TV as well. So he's always popping up in, uh, anyway. And then you get also, you get a little cameo from Wonder Woman. I guess yeah. you guys, do you remember yeah. Wonder Woman? Linda Linda Carter. She yeah, still, she looks mayor. pretty good in that. Uh, in yeah, that. Um, so. yeah, she did. Yeah. Well, that was, that was, I'd like to have when that was it 14 years ago? Hmm. I'm sure she's aged in the past 14 years. Yeah. And the rival police chief is played by George Costanza's boss from Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> he's in that famous, um, uh, scene about um, oh no, I can't remember what it is now. He's in that famous scene where he's trying to tell the joke about the um, the eating too many prawns, and he said, uh, "Well, the the jerk store one." He's in that scene, I think. The jerk store called they they what they wanted you back or something. Oh, no, yeah. the jerk jerk yeah. store called. The They're jerk. running out of you. <laughs> yeah, the jerk store. It sounded like you said joke store. <laughs> oh, here we go with the accent. Here we go with the <laughs> I agree with you on um. <laughs> On uh, Jax, actually, I think he's pretty rubbish. So his accent sort of goes in and out, is, doesn't it? From what I remember, who, yes. who is is Jax playing? Is he an an England man playing an, an American? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's English playing an American. Yeah, and he yeah he screws it up all the time. Well, it's like watching uh, one of the the blaring examples is Walking Dead, where uh, what's his face, uh, main dude Rick Grimes, yeah, is an oh, England yeah. dude Carl. Carl, <laughs> crabs. Uh, again, Carl. again. <laughs> yeah, I never really noticed this. <laughs> Does not bother me. At all. Is this what you? Th- 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 here's my question. It drives me crazy with Jackie, so I have to do this. Is that why you're watching? Like, are you watching a movie because you are dying to see somebody that is? Putting an accent true to form. It bumps me, yeah. okay, man. Or are you just it trying to? Me. It's blowing my fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just not what I watch for. I just watch to be entertained. I watch so. for the titties. We need a Hale Hughes, Hale Hauser video from from Jackie where she says, "It's blowing my mind." Hail Hule. Hail Hule. Yeah, but I'm not doing it at the commissary on base. <laughs> oh, I see. You could do it at the local strip joint, though. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'm going there tonight. So giddy up! <laughs> right after this, <laughs> gotta hit the ATM first. Hopefully, they have ones. Yeah. 
<laughs> got to get all those ones. Yeah. Or if you're mate, you got to get hundreds. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, those ladies, stick, they really... Stick hundreds in there. Mate can just, like, go through his uh, his spare trousers and find a bunch of hundreds, can't he? Or a book or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Biscuit. I think we're getting a bit too inside baseball here with all these references, aren't we? <laughs> a, a bit. <laughs> that's that's the signal for the listeners. If you're curious on these on these inside baseball stuff, you need to join the diverskill.com message board. <laughs> I have more personal time with Mate than Neil does. <laughs> that's true. We uh, met him in person. Well, he's apparently coming to Merry Old England at some point soon. Like he's actually oh. going to be coming very close to where I live. So fine. He kind of joked that uh, he was going to warn me when he was coming, but I assume that he means he wants to meet up. So I would, I would he do that. He could have a mate up. We'd have a to do. It. We'd have to do it in a public area, well lit, a well lit public area, you know. So you could be best mates. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to put on your 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 strongest chastity belt. Yeah, he might draw me into his circle. Well, I think his harem right. is exclusively female, isn't it? I don't as far know. As we know. Like pretty open minded. <laughs> No, he's he's staunchly anti anti pee pee, <laughs> anti wee wee. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Uh, right. Oh so, wait. Can yeah, I call on. back real quick while I, while I have it on my mind? Um, the the uh, when you were talking last week about the movies when I had to when I had to bail, and you're talking about Imogen Poots, Imogen Poots and Toots, inner inner Toots and Poots. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked up happening? for like 15 minutes. <laughs> that was that was especially for you. I said to SG, I said, this is a real shame. I've got a ton of stuff to to tell Todd about Imogen Poots and Toots. <laughs> Did so you listen to that? Yeah, I don't know if the Javels are listening to that one yet. I have. John has not. Okay. <laughs> oh, but I kind of don't. Where did that stuff originate from? The Poots and Toots? Like, I feel like you say it all the time. From the, tr- from the trees in the happening, obviously. I, no, it's a long time back. Like when when uh, they're talking on the board about um, if you make a if a woman makes a queef in a, in a, in a bathroom oh, stall, does it sound like a sound like a toot or she's making a poop, <laughs> making toots and poops? <laughs> uh, I thought that was kind of a toddism actually, but toots and poops. Yeah, it is because I, I started talking about it on, oh, on okay. the clusterfuck. Right. Okay, all the toots and poops in there. Oh dear. Um, okay, so uh, I've got a few more notes here. Um, so in a- in April 2014, Super Troopers 2 was confirmed to have a script and it's just awaiting financing. So the they don't have any financing and the, the first movie was financed by one dude. So maybe that's, I don't know if that's true, any connections that Chandrasekhar had, but it was financed by one guy. He just gave him $1.2 million. Said off you go make this movie. It seems weird that they'd be unable to finance a second because yeah. it does. Yeah, I think with all the cult following, they should get a, an audience. And I, I also read that they're looking to kickstart it as well. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Actually, kickstarting it because Veronica Mars got oh, what man. five five million dollars, Jackie. Yeah, something like that. They wanted Way a million five or a million yeah. or whatever. And they got five. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was it was made for one point two million dollars. Um, I think the first Puddle Cruisers or Puddle is it Puddle Cruisers the first one they made was made for puddle two jumpers something Puddle Jumpers it was made for 250,000 and then this was made for 1.2 million and it is a shoestring budget because they have you know it's a it's not like it's like a one room play they they do a lot of stunts and they do a heck of a lot of stuff uh, on location so it's a very small budget for what they did um 1.2 million to make it a sold it to Fox for 3.5 million and the Fox uh, domestic gross is about 19 million 
foreign gross about five million and maybe fox don't want to distribute it now because basically that's not a lot of money no matter how much they buy it for that's kind of a, a pretty a rounding error for them sort of 25 million uh for the whole world that's pretty low so uh i don't know whether that's yeah. the reason it's not like it's a um a big fat greek wedding which is made for the same sort of money and then made 100 million dollars so maybe that's the reason but yeah i think you're right kickstarting it would probably work wouldn't it yeah for sure mm. The when Kevin when father says uh, chicken fucker to that couple in the car, those were his parents. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't didn't know he was gonna say chicken fucker. That's pretty funny. You know, this does have a uh, a seven point one on IMDb. It and does, yeah. That's that's like I was saying. I think if you, I think the meta score meta score is about forty eight. Yeah, so meta score is about forty eight. Um, which Rotten is for a comedy. Actually, for a comedy, that's pretty good. What the seven point one or the. No, no, the forty-eight for no, a comedy. No, 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 no. Yeah, it is. No, you can get compared can to get, what other comedy? Well, successful comedies like uh, name a successful comedy, Hangover. Not Hangover Two, sure. Hangover Three, but you know, I mean, that's. I mean, I love comedies, and I, and it is a shame there haven't been that many really, really great comedies over the last few years. But um, the ones that are good do get great, good ratings. I think. Uh, I don't think anyone's being snobbish about it. You know, it's people like uh, Roger Ebert who are. The least snobby about movies like this they'll say you know they'll, they'll give it a rating for what it is you know rather than for what's you know rather than uh being snobby about it kevin heffern and when he did the puking scenes did they puking scenes for real yeah because oh really because did he'd take some ipecac or something yeah because that's what they would do in uh a colgate they would uh they'd be puking all over the place for fun um because if, if you see that scene where he's throwing up into the toilet um a lot of the time they'll they'll have like a tube behind him and right. it's like behind yeah. his cheek that's hidden away from the camera and then they'll sort of, you know, eject the, the fluids out of that. And the funny thing about that was it looks like that's what he did, but because he, you know, he was facing in profile to the camera, but in fact he was doing it all for real. And it, there's uh, some yeah. outtakes on the DVD that show him doing it, doing it, and it's one of the grossest things I've ever seen. Actually, going back to the... um um the blu-ray has and probably the dvd has three commentaries i think maybe the blu-ray has one more and one of the commentaries is a, a picture in picture track i don't know if you're familiar with the picture in picture track you can do where it's this sort of video picture thingy you seen that new um <laughs> on a dvd commentary I mean, I've commentary seen it before. Um, i, don't know, I know what picture in picture is yeah well on blu-ray you've got a, there's a, fi a function called bonus view which um not many not many blu-rays implement which is basically you can have the instead of just a normal audio commentary you can have the the makers of the movie or, or the actors or whatever in a picture window in fact they do it on the hangover quite well as well um but it's pretty rare because it's obviously expensive to set up and you need all the all the people in the same place at the same time and what have you um and so you, normally you'd have like a little square in the corner, just like a picture-in-picture picture on a TV where you're watching two channels. And, and rather than just having the audio commentary, you'd have them there talking and uh, yeah, uh, you yeah. see them as well. And sometimes it works quite well, but I said it's quite rare. And um, Super Troopers has the best implementation of that I've ever seen, which is a bit like MST3K uh, TB. You know they're in, they're in sort of a profile, like a, uh, you see yeah. a shadow? Well, in, it's like that, but they're facing towards the audience, so they're facing out of the TV screen towards you, and they're all sitting on a couch. And the way they did it was, they obviously did it with a green screen. So rather than it being, being a sort of a square box, it's actually the guy sitting on a sofa, green screened into the, into the movie. And they, they're talking about it. It's pretty clever, actually. Um, that is, that's pretty cool for a commentary, yeah. Yeah. You see that? 
Yeah, that's that's great for a comment. It's really neat, yeah. Really cool. So how do I turn that off? <laughs> there we go. Um, it's really well done. And actually, um, maybe it was that. Yeah, it was that shot, actually. Um, so in that shot, you, I don't know if you can see, um, there is uh, the guys here are the drug guys. So they what they did was yeah. they had the, the the kind of the the broken broken lizard guys, and then for the beginning of the movie during the scene the sequence with the drug guys, they brought in the drug guys to sit on the sofa behind them, which is pretty neat actually. It's very well done. And there were total I think three, three commentaries for the movie, and I only listened to one of them, so that was kind of this is the one with the director and the one of the uh, one of the broken lizard guys. It was sort of wet enough, I thought, rather than watching it. If I was going to do that, I'd have to watch it one, two, three, four times. So I thought maybe not. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay, so that's all we have time for this week. Next week's movie is scheduled to be the 2010 masterpiece, Birdemic Shock and Terror. It's available for rent on a number of different services. You can now find the Dime for Skull Movie Club podcast on Stitcher. Search for DFSMC in the Stitcher app. And if you're not already doing so, why not follow us on Twitter at DFSMC Podcast. My thanks this week go to my co-host, Todd Brisket. Good luck in Sherborne, Neil, and give your men my best. Sincerely, Governor Fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to Jovial Jackie with Jovial John. Not so funny meow, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe you when my shit turns purple and smells like rainbow sherbet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm off to get me a liter of cola. Is this Abba? Abba? Like Could be. The name is Not only do they have a song called Super Trooper, they had an album called Super Trooper. <laughs> <laughs>